Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Introduction to World Health Policy Making in Developing Countries. This is Professor Carter, and today we are going to cover sessions 9, 10, and 11. The topics are population consultation and strategic planning. The objectives for this lecture is to discuss the importance of a population consultation prior to planning, designing healthcare and development programs. We will also discuss strategic planning for the midterm policy assignment regarding your health related causes. Information for this lecture and discussion on population consultations can be found at cdc.gov under population health. It can also be found in your Jones and Bartlett book listed in our course syllabus. Population consultation refers to specifically consulting the population to identify health-related problems. It is an effective way of assessing a population's needs and expectations and giving the population a voice in national health planning. A population consultation ensures that health strategies are oriented towards universal health coverage. It is also considered to be a key factor of a successful health planning and the delivery of high quality service. An example given in your Jones and Bartlett book is Thomas Malthus, which was a British college professor that had a population theory about population growth. He believed that growth would outstrip the food supply and production and cause hardship in an economy. As a result, his solution was birth control. So if you look at the scenario, the problem he identified was population growth. And the solution he presented or advocated for was birth control. And he thought birth control would prevent famine, war, and disease. So now let's take a look at the informal population consultation that we did in the classroom. The students provided homework assignments with healthcare problems in their community. And each student also provided a solution. 
in our last class session, each problem was grouped. And we did decide to use nine different groups on nutrition and for uh, nutrition and obesity or malnutrition and obesity, infertility, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, malaria, HIV, Down syndrome, cancer, dental disease, diabetes mellitus, I'm thinking type two, and then um, each student is now in a health-related group uh, based on the categories found in that population. So we, again, performed an informal population consultation. These were our results, and the students were all placed in their own groups to help solve those different uh, problems or areas of concern. In each group, the students will begin strategic planning. So now, According to the syllabus, students will be given a health policy to research and review and provide a written analysis of the policy on your calls. So in your group, you will research evidence-based material and a policy related to your call and provide a written analysis in your paper and PowerPoint presentations. For the midterm, there is only a PowerPoint presentation that is due as a group. One, power, one group PowerPoint presentation is due. In that PowerPoint presentation, you will identify uh, what's right with the policy, what's wrong with the policy, and then make your recommendations for corrective actions or provide your solutions. You will do this in a PowerPoint presentation with a maximum of 10 slides that will be excluding your evidence-based references. The PowerPoint presentation should start with, um, you want to take your rubric out for PowerPoint presentations that were, um, that's located in your syllabus. And so the point in strategic planning is, strategic planning is used to set priorities, focus, strengthen operations and ensure stakeholders are working towards common goals and establish agreements around the intended outcomes of the uh, program. So um, again, make sure that you have your midterm rubric 
and we are going to now discuss what those PowerPoint slides are going to look like. The PowerPoint slides, according to your rubric, if you have that, we're going over the rubric, uh, should represent use of media. And that media or pictures or images or whatever you're putting in the PowerPoint slides should support, clarify, and reinforce your presentation's objectives. The use of colors, animations, and fonts should also clarify and reinforce the presentation objectives. There should be a cover slide for the presentation. And the cover slide should include the title, your instructors, the university, who the presentation was prepared by. So be sure to include everyone in the group. There will be one grade for the entire group. You will also list the course, which is Introduction to Health Policy Making in Developing Countries. And you will list the date on that cover slide. You should also have an introduction or an opening statement slide. It should be clear. Your topic should be listed and it should capture your audience attention. That will set the tone for your entire presentation. The presentation will also be graded on organization. Presentation should be organized and well sequenced with smooth transitions. It should preview content and develop the main points of the presentation. Your content should also include the method that your group intends to use in the program. Uh, you may want to list what kind of material that you will provide for your participants, how you will keep track of your participants, if you will provide any type of healthy or nutritional snacks? Will you be taking vital signs? It would all depend on what your uh, project is on. So be sure that you're going to list uh, what kind of services you will be providing um, during the pandemic. A lot of times people are still leery of in person contact and a lot of healthcare providers are providing telehealth. Uh, some, some providers are doing uh, phone calls. Uh, so 
videos. Um, they're mobile. Some of them are even just going out to reach the masses. So be sure to decide how or what method the group is going to use to get this program done. Um, you will also need to discuss the evidence-based research or background uh, information and data that the group has collected and you know, give us an overview of what this looks like and why you're all so passionate about creating a solution for this problem in your community. Um, you also want to provide a SWOT analysis. So you're going to analyze the policy that you researched on your topic and then use a SWOT analysis, which is a study undertaken by an organization or in this, this case, a group of students to identify its internal strengths and weaknesses, as well as the external opportunities and threats of your health promotion, prevention, treatment, awareness program. Include in the SWOT analysis, the benefits of the program and how it will strengthen the community. For example, if your solution is to develop a health promotion, prevention, treatment, or awareness um, plan for hypertension or cardiovascular disease, the benefits may be to decrease the cost of uh, healthcare for individuals that have hypertension, or um, if it's a workplace project then the whole point in doing blood pressures and getting people help is to decrease the healthcare insurance cost at work. Speaking of cost, you will include in the content what's going to be the cost to implement this program and who or where will the funding come from. Will you use volunteers? Will it just be the people in the group? Are you planning to pay personnel? What kind of equipment will you need? Um, do you need to go to Walgreens and purchase a blood pressure cuff? Um, do you need to carry uh, purchase bags? What is this gonna look like in terms of um, financial or budgeting? So make sure that you include your budget and your cost. And then all programs are also required to consider ethical issues. Um, health healthcare professionals will always be faced with making ethical decisions. And ethics are moral standards by which we live. They are derived from laws. And when it comes to fairness and helping others and not harming others, 
So ethics is a branch of philosophy that seeks to utilize a body of knowledge to determine what is right or wrong. So students will uh, include ethical principles and address that in the PowerPoint presentation as well. So I'm also gonna give you an example about ethical concerns. If you work in the healthcare field, you've always, there's always something ethical to determine. A lot of it, um, uh, one example would be uh, death and dying. Uh, there might be a patient that doesn't want blood products and um, it's against their religion to receive blood transfusions. However, the hospital knows if they don't have the blood transfusions, then they may, the patient may die. So then it becomes an ethical decision. Now, does the hospital give the transfusion or does the hospital respect the wishes of the patient? So be sure to include any ethical considerations that may go along, that may go along with your program. You're also going to want to include the stakeholders that you plan to um, reach out to. That might be organizations that are dedicated to your cause, special interest groups, institutional forces, political leaders. Uh, so be sure to include the stakeholders your group plans to reach out to for support. One great way to reach out to the stakeholders now is by using social media. You can follow them on social media, uh, maybe send them a message and let them know that you know, you're creating this program. Um, I'll give you an example for this as well. As an educator, I have students and we were going to create a program for asthma and allergy awareness. We reached out to the asthma and allergy organization and they had already had a program. So they came out to the classroom, shared all of their supplies with us. We did not have to endure any cost. We set up a venue at local um, places in our community. And then the students presented that program for people experiencing asthma and allergy issues. So be sure this is where you really wanna take time to find out who the stakeholders are for your cause and explain in your PowerPoint presentation who your group plans to reach out to for support. The presentation should also include a conclusion slide. That conclusion should be supported by content. It should contain a review of the key points and stimulate further inquiry with a closing thought. The presentations should be presented in under five minutes and all groups 
should utilize the allotted time recommended to provide sufficient coverage of material in a well-practiced manner. Do not forget to include your reference page. We have gone over in detail that the references need to be evidence-based. They can be on a uh, local, state, federal, national, or international level, uh, global, as long as the references are evidence-based, you may use them for this presentation. There are no lecture questions due this week. All students will meet with their groups either on Canvas or in a Zoom session to continue to discuss and work on your midterm project. So again, this week students will unpack the evidence-based research obtained on your cause. You will perform the SWOT analysis of the current policy that you've researched on the topic. Your presentation will recommend uh, corrective actions or the group solution, and your midterm assignment is due on October the 1st, 2021. The PowerPoint presentation should not exceed 10 slides, and that is not including the um, reference page or reference slide. So moving forward, um, students will post all assignments on Canvas. This week, all students should be able to get on Canvas. I look forward to meeting with you all on Canvas. This will conclude the lectures for this week. If you need me, please send me an email. If you have any questions or concerns after this lecture, please feel free to send me an email and I will quickly get back to you. This is Professor Carter signing off. I want you to be sure to stay blessed and be well. Oh.